Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Hi, you're listening to The Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson. I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. We'll use the best of psychology to help you be happy, relaxed, and most importantly, yourself. Last week, you made The Savvy Psychologist number one in education podcasts on iTunes. So thanks for listening and for spreading the word for a happier, healthier mind. Today, our topic comes by request from listener Anson N. of San Mateo, California. He speaks for millions of us when he asks how to stop procrastinating. Now, procrastination is the opposite of inspiration. It's when we shilly-shally away our time when we're supposed to be doing something bigger and better. So without further delay, here are six tips to help you stay on task. Tip number one, change I have to to I want to. A subtle shift in perspective can be just the nudge your psyche needs to get moving. Try changing the dig in your heels phrase of I have to do this to a chomping at the bit phrase of I want to do this. So for example, I have to write the stupid paper becomes I want to get enough credits to transfer. Or I have to clean out this disgusting fridge becomes I want to make this smell go away. Tip number two, aim for greatness, not perfection. Perfectionism is actually a misnomer. Perfectionists aren't focused on achieving perfection. They're focused on avoiding failure. It's an all-or-nothing mindset. If I'm not perfect, I'm a total failure. If I'm not a winner, I'm a loser. Perfectionism often comes from conflating performance and worth. Perfectionists believe that their grades, evaluations, rankings, or other measurements determine their worth as a person. In my clinical practice, perfectionism shows up most often as depression or an eating disorder. So to deflate perfectionism, try two things. First, if you must evaluate yourself, approach your performance not as black or white, but as a continuum. Rather than 100% or 0% with nothing in between, evaluate using all percentage points from 0 to 100. And don't cheat by using only the ends of the scale. Even better than a different way to evaluate yourself, Think of yourself differently so you can stop evaluating. Rather than tie your worth to one measuring stick, broaden your view of yourself to include hundreds of interlocking skills, relationships, talents, and gifts. That way, one assignment can't sink your ship. If you are your performance, you'll end up feeling stressed and shallow. If you are you, complex, multi-layered, glorious you, you'll not only procrastinate less, you'll be much more comfortable in your skin. Tip number three. Change your mood by diving in, not by stepping away. In a 2013 study, Dr. Timothy Pitchell and colleagues found that individuals procrastinate not necessarily to avoid a tedious or overwhelming task itself, but to avoid the unpleasant feelings related to such a task. When faced with starting a school project, doing your taxes, or even folding the laundry, we, quote, give in to feel good, or do something that we think will make us feel better, like check Twitter, have a snack, or doodle. 
Some procrastination is even quite honorable, like cleaning our desk before we get down to business. Procrastination may offer short-term mood relief, but it costs us by prolonging guilt and stress. Instead, paradoxically, what will most likely make us feel better is doing the very task we're avoiding. So when tempted to improve your mood by procrastinating, first tell yourself procrastination is a fake, fleeting boost. Then, improve your mood for real by diving in. You'll feel relieved to get started and satisfied that you're getting something done. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen. Tip number four don't shoot yourself in the foot to make yourself feel better. Waiting until the last minute creates a problem, not enough time to do something well. But waiting until the last minute also creates a convenient excuse. Indeed, procrastination allows us, in advance, to blame our failures on something other than ourselves. This is called self-handicapping. It preserves our positive beliefs about ourselves, like, I got a D, but I'm still smart, I'm just not good at time management. Other examples of self-handicapping besides procrastination might include getting drunk when you're supposed to be studying, or deliberately going to a distracting environment, like studying for a test in a busy student lounge. In a 2012 experiment, Researchers asked high school students, many of whom were self-handicappers, to generate if-then thoughts about how to do well on a math exam. One group was given the following positive if-then statement as an example. If I think about the problems thoroughly, then I will do better on the exam. While the other group was given a neutral, unrelated statement. Then the students were left to come up with additional statements of their own. After they made their lists, the self-handicappers who were exposed to the positive sample studied for an average of two and a half hours longer than the self-handicappers who were exposed to the neutral sample. Why? Self-handicappers, it turns out, are generally uncertain about their abilities and about what to do next. So getting them to think of specific positive actions reduced their procrastination. So the tip is this. Think of concrete ways to improve your performance, and you just might end up using them. Tip number five. Use technology to fight technology. The internet is an endless treasure trove for procrastinators, but the bane can also be the benefactor. Use apps like Rescue Time or Antisocial to keep yourself off Instagram and on task. You can also set a periodic alarm, say for every 15 minutes, on your smartphone or device, or even a good old-fashioned kitchen timer, to snap your attention back to what you're supposed to be doing for the duration of your designated work time. Tip number six, rethink procrastination. Vindication for procrastinators came in the form of a 2005 study from Columbia and McGill Universities. 
researchers found that the kind of procrastination you engage in can make a difference. Passive procrastinators match our traditional understanding of procrastination. They're paralyzed by indecision, can't get started, and cope poorly. Active procrastinators, however, make a deliberate decision to put off doing work until the last minute to maximize motivation or performance. If you procrastinate because you do your best work under pressure, you're an active procrastinator. In the study, the research team found that active procrastinators looked more like non-procrastinators and less like passive procrastinators in terms of using time purposefully, believing in one's own ability to achieve goals, coping effectively, and most of all, achieving excellent academic performance. So no need to wait until the 11th hour to see what works best for you. Before you know it, you'll be turning procrastination into motivation. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson. If you liked this episode, I'm also the guest author on another episode out today, How Literature Changes Your Brain for the Better, on the Always Awesome Grammar Girl podcast. And next time you find yourself procrastinating, head over to the Savvy Psychologist Facebook page or Google Plus for amusing videos and articles. You can kill time and learn something in the process. A transcript of the podcast and references for the studies I mentioned are always available on quickanddirtytips.com. That's all for this week. A final note, remember that the Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for psychiatric care or psychotherapy by a licensed professional. So always seek a licensed physician or psychologist in your area for all mental health-related treatment and questions. As always, any patient names have been changed and details altered to protect privacy. Thanks for listening and see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The anxietycoachespodcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.